This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Jim, how many more soccer games do you have in the season? It's got to be in close to the end, huh? I think just one or two, and then it's playoff time. Oh, boy. We may be <laughs> near the bottom of the table. <laughs> if I was a betting man, I think we're like 2-10 and ten at this point. Another loss last night, Taz. What was oh, the final boy. score? It was 2-1. We got the first goal. And then we had an own goal, which is when your own team puts in your own net. So yeah, I know what an OG is. Sucks every time. It was a, you know, innocent, you know, two guys go up for the header. Our guy headed it, went in the net. I missed it. Sucked. And then they got a penalty kick. We got a handball in the box, penalty kick. So we did lose 2 1, but it was like a real tough loss, right? Yeah. Uh, but I'll give a shout out to the team we played. This is how I love the funny names because we're not a very serious league. So shout out to Norfolk in Chance. Norfolk from Norfolk, yeah, Ontario, yeah, 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 I'm yeah. assuming. Norfolk. Enchants, like Harry Potter. You enchant something. Enchants. Inappropriate, I'd say. I'd say give him a yellow card before the game starts for that name. <laughs> That's just me. Say it three times fast, <laughs> Pretty kids. rude. Uh, so Jim plays, if, he, if you're new to the show, he plays on a rec soccer team called Great Wall FC. He was asked to play by a friend. Didn't realize when he signed up that he'd be the only non-Chinese Canadian on the team. But we've made this into a, just a great learning experience for everybody, including yourself, because we've been learning the Mandarin language all summer long. We have. We have. And I think we've all been improving together on the field and off the field. Other teams are now commenting, Taz, on how good we've gotten. Now, they're still beating us, which is kind of like annoying. It's like, you guys have really improved. Oh, thanks. It was 3 nothing, but thank you. But we are getting better. So that's what led to this word of the day. Here we are, a rare Wednesday night game for Great Wall FC. I'm uh, standing here with our fearless leader, James. James, it was a 2-1 loss, but I thought we played really well. What do you think? Yeah, it's a tough loss. Like The first one is unfortunately it's like a on goal. Both yeah. are like a jump for the ball and a weird bounce. It happens. happens. And the other one is like always, how many penalties we got? Uh, I think we over the whole season. Yeah, average like a one per game. I think we got about eight, and I've saved zero, so I'm due. I'm due in the playoffs. <laughs> you, you will say like even the our opponent keep keep saying like you guys are kind of uh, improving. 100%. I hope it's like not just a polite. <laughs> no, I think they're serious. I yeah. think they're scared. I think they're scared. Um, you know, there's a saying that we have in English. You probably heard it before. Practice makes perfect. Do you have a Chinese phrase that's kind of like that? What's that mean? Okay, that's great. Shu nan shen chao. Shu nan shen chao? Yeah, shu is just basically you practice thousands of times, you'll be getting better. So you kind of get used to it, become muscle memory, everything. So that's a great phrase. Thank you. Okay, say it one more time, I'll try to repeat it. Shu nan shen chao. Shu. That's a lot of syllables. Yeah. One more. Shu. Shu. Nan. Nan. Shen. Shen. Chao. Chao. Shu. Nan. Shen. Chao. Yes! There we go. So it's kind of like the Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hours makes you an expert kind of. Shu. Nan. Shen Chao. Chao. Mm -hmm. Okay. I hope these are all uh, being retained in your brain because we are going to be testing you. At the end of the season. And you. Have you been paying attention to no, this? No. Is just for me? No, this is for you. Mm, this is for all, all of us. <laughs> well, keep, keep doing that. Practicing. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Shunan Shen Challenge? Yeah, I've already forgotten how to say it. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. We are going to play uh, a game that we've been playing all week long with Game of Palooza. Is it longer than Tommy's Dawn? Last week, you probably heard Tommy Lee, drummer for Motley Crue, decided to post a naked uh, full frontal selfie of himself on social media. Um, so we were inspired to play this game where we use his his manhood as a unit of measurement, so to speak. And apparently there are people out there who are not fans of the game, Jim. Yes, this is a message from Kristen. She says... This morning I was listening to Is It Longer Than Tommy Lee's Dong? I think for the third morning in a row. She's right. It's unfortunate that when a woman's naked photos turn up online, she's called promiscuous or an attention seeker. But when a man's naked photo ends up online, he's congratulated on the length of his penis. Also extremely unfortunate that you choose to be part of the double standard, contributing to the problem on more than one occasion. So I just responded and said, which female did we shame for showing off her body exactly? And she followed up and said, it's not that you're shaming the female, it's that you're congratulating a male. Hmm. I'm confused. Well, there's a couple a couple things I'm confused about as well. Number one, did we congratulate Tommy Lee or did we... Well, kind of. Did we point <laughs> out something that is factual, which is he's got a large dangler there. You know, it's uh, it's not no secret that this guy, uh, his penis is larger than average sized. Yeah, yeah, and it says anytime a guy's ma- a naked photo ends up online, he's congratulated. No, 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 he's not. Tommy Lee is <laughs> right. <laughs> not every guy, not every man is applauded for throwing out a D pick. In fact, if you send it privately, it's most ninety nine percent of the time booed. I guarantee, if Jim and I posted naked full frontal selfies on social media, we would not be applauded in the least. Yeah, nobody'd be congratulating and us. We do we shame? We don't shame uh, women who post online. I there's listen, there is a lot of women who post online. It's never been more popular. Right. Uh, they make they're living off posting their bodies online and more power to them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even as as social media influencers, not even getting naked, just using your body to make money, it's totally fine, and it's being encouraged, and it's their body there. You know, you can choose to promote it any way you want. We were, uh, about a month and a half ago, talking about how Britney Spears is showing her body off on her Instagram account, and we said, good for her. You know, she's uh, she's gotten out from under... The conservatorship, the, yeah, yeah. the control of her family, and now she's free to express herself any way she wants. And I do believe we said she looked good. She looks Not great. That it, it, doesn't, it doesn't even matter what our opinion is anyway, but we didn't shame her or say it looked bad at all. Yeah. Uh, we got another one here. This is a text message that came in. This morning's contest is disgusting. You should be ashamed. I'm just turning this off. Uh, your station at work now. You've gone too far. Not funny. Sexist beyond words. There's sexist, sexist again. How is it sexist? I don't know. Like, I could see immature, sure, fine. Like, that's a matter of an opinion. It's subjective. But sex is, I don't... And, you know, going back to the original message that I read, I guess, you know, maybe there is a double standard on some people, but people are in default mode. They hear something, you know, us saying in fun, 
something that triggers in their brain. You want it's it battle to be sexist. Exactly. You're looking for a fight. Oh, this is close enough to sexist. Yeah. Let's let's call it sexist and complain about it. Is it gross? Kinda, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes, it is when, for sure. when we're comparing comparing <laughs> the length of a city bus to forty of Tommy Lee's uh, units, yeah, I can I like understand. The visual. It's weird. Is, is it immature? One hundred percent. So are we. We never said it wasn't. We're not always immature, but we've got these crazy things that are becoming rarer and rarer called senses of humor. <laughs> we're just trying to have fun and give away prizes. <laughs> There's a number of people, we posted the uh, the comments we received on the Taz and Jim Facebook page, and there's a number of people that said, sexist, I don't get it. Uh, maybe they should have only played the game once or twice. I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, we, like, yeah, maybe de- beating a dead horse here. A, a dead more. horse is something. <laughs> <laughs> Put the horse back in the barn! <laughs> yeah, so one more time. This will be the grand finale. Okay, okay, okay. We're getting too much heat from Is It Longer Than Tommy Lee's Dong Here? It's kind of, you got to take the opportunity when it happens. It's like, you know, when Haley's Comet comes by once every 14 years. <laughs> yes. You know, how long has it been since we saw this thing? When is the next time Tommy Lee's junk is sure. going to be in the news? We had to strike while the iron was hot. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Columbus, Ohio. An Ohio man says he received more than what he ordered through DoorDash last week, Jim. Customer found a fork and a side of marijuana at the mm. bottom of his delivery bag. That's nice. <laughs> a little bonus. We've talked about this before. Uh, there was a pizza place when I was growing up in London, Ontario, that I don't know if it was true, but apparently if you ordered a certain type of pizza, you would get drugs delivered with your pizza. Mm-hmm. Not you don't really need that as much anymore in in Canada because of the relaxed marijuana laws. Uh, but back in the day, that would have been super handy. Two birds, one stoner. <laughs> really, because you got the pizza and the weed. So the guy apparently the the guy who delivered the food tried to get the bag back when he realized that the dude didn't want the marijuana and the man refused to return it. Here he is talking about his experience. With the DoorDash driver. Did this start with the driver or did this start in the restaurant that I ordered it from? Which makes me question where are these drugs coming from? He would give me my money back and refund me my order if I gave him my entire bag back. Because he claimed that there was medicine in the bag for his friend. I told him, no sir, I can't give it back. I just want certain companies like DoorDash or Grubhub want to question what kind of background checks they're taking for their employees and do they really know the people who are working for them? Hmm. This guy's a loser. <laughs> he says his concern is he, he works as a healthcare worker and he's dealt with people who have come in who have smoked marijuana. And I guess in this country, again, not that big of an issue because you can go to a store where things are regulated. But if you're buying weed off the street, you don't know if it's laced with fentanyl or whatever. And he has treated people who have accidentally smoked fentanyl through marijuana. So that was his argument. That was his I've reasoning for calling the police. Smoking fentanyl through marijuana. Never heard that before. I think the worst thing is if it went to a kid... Or something like that. Like somebody underage, I think would be bad. But is this guy... So now this guy's getting fired. 
So now he has to only sell weed to make money. I mean, how is this helping the situation? He said he'd buy the food back again. I don't know. I, I, if it was cocaine or something worse, I'd be a little more protective and probably call somebody. But uh, it doesn't seem like that big of a yeah assault on his. This DoorDash know. guy is now going to have to uh, set up a lemonade stand or something to sell his weed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's medicine. It's a medicine stand. That's right. Medicinal. The old method, I think, is gone. I, I would bet that he will be fired from his job. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. It's August 18th. Do you know what today is? No. It's National Fajita Day. <laughs> Those peppers sizzling yeah. on that... Uh, that hot plate as it comes out yeah. of the kitchen with the onions. National attention-seeking order at a restaurant day. Oh, come on. There is no meal at a restaurant that sells itself better than the fajita. <laughs> well, it's the only thing that really turns heads, other than a birthday cake coming out with some candles on it. I don't know anything else that makes noise as it enters the room. <laughs> Oh, careful, careful, careful. Don't touch that. Careful. I always see the fajitas, though. My head will will turn over, and I'll see them, and I'll be like, okay, that's it. I got to get the fajitas. Oh, yeah? I never order it. I feel like the meal's only half done by the time it shows up. Like, I got to wrap it myself. I got to put it together. (laughs) Please make me a burrito, and let me just eat it. It, it, The activity is part of the fun. Allegedly. (laughs) I should tip everybody less if I'm doing half the oh, work, come I think. On. Yeah, you get 8% tip. Fajitas I have moved up in terms of favorite meals. I, I think top two at least. I love I love a fajita. Like, is it consistent across? Because I've never ordered it at a restaurant, You've actually. You've never had fajitas? I don't think so. Have you made them at home? I you must have eaten a fajita. Well, I've had life. stuff on a flatbread before. You know, I don't know what it makes a fajita a fajita. I think you got to have the, the onions and the peppers sizzling. <laughs> you need a third degree burn on your palm. And then you have steak or chicken, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a little it's a wrap, sour cream. Right? You put some cheese on there. It is, it is a bit of a glorified wrap. Uh, yeah, I don't understand what makes it so special, but... Um, I wanted to pump up the fajita here. I didn't expect this to be controversial. Listen, I, it's time to... Uh, fajitas got taken down a notch, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Happy National Fajita Day, everyone but Jim Kelly. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Taking a look at sports, Devin Peacock, our sports guy, joins us. NFL, they're getting ready for the regular season coming up in uh, just under a month. And uh, interesting way that the Patriots and Panthers are doing it. Joint practices, Dev. Yeah, they were both getting in fighting shape, literally, because for the second day in a row, they had fights derail their joint practice. So on Tuesday, there was a fight that just kind of... uh, broke everything up and then yesterday they had two fights in their joint <laughs> practice and uh, like full on just, fist fights guys attacking each other oh yeah like guys going after each other you know the, the the emotion of the play just kind of boiling over but fights have peppered both of their sections they've had multiple players ejected on both days and it's just this weird kind of practice that the NFL has How long has this joint practice thing been going on? Because I never really uh, heard about this before. 
They've been doing them for a while. Not everyone does them, which is why we don't always hear about it. But they've been like I was, you know, reading about this yesterday. And every time you Google joint practice, it comes with, well, here's a fight that happened at a joint practice. It happened four years ago. It happened, you know, six years ago. They always have these fights at the joint practices. I mean, the good part about them is it's like an elevated practice because you can practice against your own defense, but to practice against a different team, it's like a scrimmage. It's almost like a preseason game, so you get the benefit of that, but you also have these uh, fights that can happen, but you also allow another team to see a little bit of your playbook, which is another reason why I don't think there's the benefit to these joint practices that some teams seem to think there are. I mean, there's fights often in NFL practices amongst the own the same team. Like, how anybody yeah. thought that this wasn't going to happen on a big scale is kind of crazy. But maybe they like it. Maybe they like the, getting the guys all amped up and, and having those emotions uh, harnessed. Because you get it out of the way in the joint practices, and then you're more likely to keep your cool during a real game. I don't know. <laughs> or are you just getting warmed up? It's a good thought, but I mean, consider this. Christian McCaffrey, who is one of the best running backs in the NFL, he's missed the last two seasons due to injury. He was involved in one of these fights. Christian McCaffrey, if I'm the uh, Panthers, is not a guy I want to be anywhere close to a fight. A fan also got hit by a helmet in uh, one of the uh, fights yesterday. Good they seats. got some free tickets out of this, so it worked for the fans. Did they get to keep the helmet? Uh, they didn't get to keep the helmet. Aww. They do get some tickets. So potentially, they could also be hit by a helmet in a regular season <laughs> game as well. We are playing the game called Is It Longer Than Tommy's Dawn? And our contestant is Angela. Hi, Angela. Good morning. Now, hopefully we don't offend your delicate sensibility here with uh, with the game we're playing. Uh, that we, would take a lot. We actually weren't going to play it again today until we got those complaints. <laughs> 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 Yesterday, we're like, I think this thing's run its course, and then people started complaining. We're like, hey, let's, let's do one more time. Ah, oh, they're listening. <laughs> this is how it works, all right? You uh, are given an item, and you have to guess whether or not it is longer than Tommy Lee's unit that he posted a picture of on social media last week. We have done our research and found that that is about 8.1 inches, okay? Yep. What is the first item, Jim? A police baton slash nightstick. Is it longer than Tommy's dog? Is it longer than, is the smallest version of a police baton slash nightstick they make them in various sizes the smallest version do you think that that is bigger than tommy lee's dong i'm gonna say yeah it's bigger you are correct one foot is as small as they make them tommy 8.1 inches next one a red a standard red swing line stapler mm. is it longer than tommy's dong? i'm gonna say that's smaller you are incorrect. I'm sorry. It's so close. Uh, 8.2 inches. Staplers it. got it. <laughs> Is that why everyone kept stealing that guy's stapler in office space? Yeah. <laughs> Milton, yeah, 100%. Okay. Going back in time here. Is it longer than Tommy's dong? The diameter of a 1990s McDonald's personal pizza. Hmm. 
Those were I'm kind of a, a smaller. They're a smaller pizza. The pizza was bigger or smaller than Tommy? The pizza's smaller. I'm sorry. The pizza was bigger than you may imagine. 14 inches is the diameter really? of the pizza, according to Google. I don't remember that. I thought they were a lot smaller than that. So Me big too. that they couldn't get them out of the drive through window, which was the problem. Oh, really? That was one of the reasons why they discontinued it. Next yeah, here. the taste. <laughs> it wasn't the taste. They were amazing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Is it longer than Tommy's dong? A U.S. men's size 10 shoe. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say the shoe is bigger. You are correct. Yes. 10 <laughs> inches and 3 sixteenths. Yes. That okay. makes me feel good because I wear a size <laughs> 10 and a half. Take that, Tommy Lee. <laughs> I think he's got size 14. I'm not sure. I haven't checked. How about this? The last one. The height of a five-pin bowling pin. A five-pin five pin five pin bowling pin. pin. Okay. Is it longer? I'm going to say that is smaller. I'm no, sorry. Larger, the five-pin bowling pin. Ah! <laughs> what? We're giving it to you. Sure, you win. Yeah, yeah, Twelve and a half inches. If anybody's interested. Yeah. She she changed her mind at the last second. There was it too late. It doesn't matter. She had enough for the victory, anyways. Angela, let us know if you become a multimillionaire. You just won a hundred dollars in Lotto six forty nine tickets. Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? Devin Peacock is here. He's our sports guy and. Big kudos to Team Canada's World Junior Team. They looked dominant out there yesterday against the Swiss Dev. Yeah, they beat the uh, Swiss, and they will now face Czechia in the semifinal tomorrow. Czechia upset the United States 4-2 last night, so that is a bit of a benefit to, to uh, Canada. Do you want to take any team? Is a new country? You don't Czechia remember Czechia? Is- <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's Czechia now. You don't remember this, Jim? No. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's been Czechia for uh, last couple tournaments, or yeah, the Czechs now want to be known as Czechia, and so Czechia. Um, you better check yourself if you mispronounce their name. Okay, my bad. I'm, uh, <laughs> I am ignorant. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but the uh, the Czechia squad beat the United States 4-2 last night. So it's, it's Canada versus Czechia, Finland versus Sweden in the other semifinal. But uh, the, whatever you call them, Czechia, Czechs, them beating the United States is a huge uh, bonus for Canada because now they don't have to face the United States. It's always fun, though, that matchup. Tough to lose to them, but it's always exciting. It's like when the Batman fights the Joker. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. True. Hard to build a, ri- build a rivalry with a country who's changed his name three times in a decade. It's just not <laughs> the same. <laughs> Give Czechia a, a little slack here, Jim. Uh, let's talk NHL offseason while we're on the topic of hockey. Yeah, well, the biggest story still is Nazem Kadri has not signed a contract. He had 87 points in 7-1 games last year. He switched agents leading up to the offseason to have a big deal, but still has not signed. Now, the rumor has been for weeks that he's agreed to a deal or he has some sort of framework for a deal with the New York Islanders, who are basically the only team left that fits what he wants. The report is it's seven years, $49 million from the Islanders. The question for me is, if it's there... Why aren't they signing it? What's the benefit to the Islanders? What's the benefit to Kadri not to announce this? So it's just very odd 
that uh, no deal has been announced for Nazem Kadri because he had a career year last year. He does get the Stanley Cup uh, to bring home. He's going to be in London, Ontario in a couple of weeks. Maybe he's waiting closer to that date or when he's in town, he will announce the big deal as part of his Stanley Cup celebration. Is that a possibility? It is a possibility. I mean, the closer we get to that, uh, the more likely it seems to me because if you've waited this long to announce, if that is in fact what is happening, then why not wait until you're home in your hometown to make the big announcement? That makes as much sense as anything because I thought he would have been signed, you know, four weeks ago. So the fact that he does not have a contract right now is kind of surprising. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. They, they took like yet. the original version of the Sonic the Hedgehog character that the internet hated. Yeah, yeah. And they put him in the uh, <laughs> the Chip and Dale movie. That's it's actually, funny. yeah, it's actually pretty funny. Um, I, I, it's getting good reviews. I don't know. It's a lot. You know, I don't like talking Incredible Hulk. I yeah. like my Hulks angry. She-Hulk has always been able to talk in the comic book, so I'm cool with that. But just uh, the whole Mark Ruffalo, Bruce Banner is the Incredible Hulk, I think that story arc is ready to come to an end. Let's get him angry again. Yeah, for sure. I think I, by the end of this, I would like to see the Hulk fight the She-Hulk, I think is what we all want to happen, because the Hulk is the bad guy a lot, I think, right? Like When he gets angry, like, yeah, he sure. Crazy. So that's what I want to see. Uh-huh. But I, I I hear it's like a comedy and it's like way funnier or at least attempts to be, which I find at least interesting. And, you know, you got to switch things. You can't keep doing the same thing over and over. So I'm glad it's like they're trying they're to trying separate. It, yeah. Because for a while, all those Marvel movies really did blend together. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say the woman who plays She-Hulk is fantastic. She's captivating. She's funny. They say especially women in their 20s and 30s will really connect with her. So that's a good thing. Um, there's a lot of people out there who are uh, developing She-Hulk fetishes <laughs> right now. <laughs> are they? Yeah. Hmm. I think this is going to become a thing where people are asking their partners to paint themselves green in the bedroom. <laughs> Not since the original Star Trek series has the green woman been such a hot commodity. It's easier now. Back in, back in the 60s when that Star Trek episode came out with the green lady, uh, all the paint was lead-based, so it was not a good idea. <laughs> no, dangerous. Cosplay was a lot more difficult back then than it is now. You know who... Uh, remember China, the wrestler China? Yeah, yeah, of course. China did a an Avengers porn parody. She got into the adult film business hmm. later in life, and she ended up portraying She-Hulk in an Avengers adult film. It'd be funny if that was better than this. <laughs> special, <laughs> special effects were incredible. Boy, I, yeah, I could imagine. I just I know what China looked like. All you, all you need to do is paint her green, right? <laughs> and I think that's basically what they did. This is Taz and Jim. So we're talking about the actor Taylor Lautner. He is marrying a woman named Taylor Dome. So once they're married, it's going to be... Taylor Lautner and Taylor Lautner. <laughs> Same name. We're wondering uh, if you have any stories about maiden names getting married and having a strange name afterwards. If you take your husband's name, you got one for us? Well, not their name, but... 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.